in the world of podcasting. There are those who are already famous and those grinding their way to the top. These are the stories of a couple of nobodies. Right into the episode. Oh, That's oh how you do it, folks. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's, no. <laughs> we were discussing a plan for this episode. Fresh, <laughs> fresh uh, episode. Episode two of The Irrelevance. What so, up? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I'm Cameron McCain. Here I'm, with. I'm Seth Judd. And I'm John uh, Russo. Hello. Special guest John Russo here. Longtime Hello. friend and first time on the pod. Oh, yeah. At only the second person on the pod <laughs> thus far. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, we had to postpone because of the Maryland weather. When I when I wished for a Maryland winter, I didn't expect it to snow for like three three weeks on and off. You know, this is crazy. Honestly, I was I was loving it. Oh yeah, I want to move up to Buffalo, get that like three feet of snow. Oh dude, dude. <laughs> honestly, all you got to do is just head out to the Panhandle, like Garrett County. You get some real snow. Oh yeah, because you're up there in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. And usually I, the mountains I don't have to root for the bills. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mountains stop a lot of the more inclement weather from coming over the side. Mm. So, John, tell us. <laughs> What's been go what's been going on in life? Oh god, what's been going on? Uh got a uh oh, 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 hello, yes. Um <laughs> I got a little bit left in uh school, just finishing up nursing school. Um that's really about it in my life, thankfully. Nice, nice. <laughs> Hanging out with my cats. Um What's the next step after nurse? Um I'm pr- thinking about either working in an ER or doing um like some holistic care. I don't really know, honestly. I'm kind of up in the air. We'll see where I land. Oh yeah, have you ever thought about working at like an old person's home or something? Uh yes, and the thought instantly left my mind. I'm never doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz you got to imagine, man, all the cool stories you'd hear. Probably some crazy shit. As oh a, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like. when I dude, when I was a medic, like we always went into like old people just it's not a fun place. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I guess it is must smell like and feel like death. It's yeah. like, dude, the smell, the <laughs> smell specifically. I I remember so clearly being like 7 or 8 years old going down to North Carolina to my great grandmother to see her in the nursing home before she died. It's the smell of bleach and vague vomit and a bunch of other stuff, man. It just sticks it with you. a little bit like a zoo. <laughs> a zoo. It's yeah. Terrible, yeah. It really does smell like that though. My dad made me agree that uh, uh, if I ever have to put him in a home, I should just take him out to the woods and shoot him. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good deal. I don't disagree dude. with that's that. a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad way it's to like, go. You know, I, 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 I made it this far. That's far enough, you know? Oh, I made yeah. it to the point that I'm no longer able to function. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big believer in, you know, exist. Like, why exist if you're in so much pain and so much discomfort and just not feeling good, you know? Yeah. Just take care of like, like, at some point, your well-being is more important. Quantity of life. Yeah, man. You know? Like, yeah, quality over quantity. There. Yeah. It's something that uh, American healthcare has gotten away far, fortunately. Yeah. If you're counting, yeah. if you're counting life days and not experiences, something's off, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, kind of me, because I, I, you know, I, I don't fully know the Hippocratic. One of the things is to help cure, like, stuff, right? And we, we're trying to move away from opioids now, which, you know, it's a good thing there's an opioid pandemic. Yeah. But now they're trying to, like, not give people who are in legitimate serious pain opioids and focusing on uh, pain management. Oh, it's rubber banded, man. It's gone so far that they're going backwards now. People who really need it are struggling to get it. Yeah. It's so funny because, you know, a decade ago there were, like, pain mills and, like, the pain pill mills in Florida. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah. And where you could literally, like, drive anywhere and get a pain pill. Like, have you ever this is like stupid but have you ever seen that like vice episode where they they like go undercover and try and find like like they get like a bag of pain pills shopping for doctors. yeah you, doctor shopping yeah that was a real thing wow I, I don't think it's as prom more obviously but 
Dude, I, I know you have to like send a thing into. I think I think I have a friend who works at a hospital. Time they want to give them narcotic, narcotic. They have to send. Yeah, yeah dude. That all this, all, everything that's every like narcotic that's scheduled. It's basically on like a. It's on a list of what the of what is the most beneficial to what is the most abusable. So like if it has a lo- like schedule one is like unfortunately like weed is up there, which yeah, is stupid as weed, hell. Weed, LSD, and psilocybin—the yeah. most beautiful of drugs yeah. that can change your life well, for the better. And, and certainly, you know, of the illegal drugs, some of the most sick. Yeah, yeah, right. I and mean, you're not stuff like ketamine. I think is like schedule three or four. Yeah, heroin is schedule two. Yeah, cocaine Haldol. is schedule two. Haldol's four, I think. There's a couple. I think the anti seizure meds are three. Like a lot of the benzos, I think, are three. Yeah, I think Xanax is three or four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy, man. Which is weird because that's so much more addictive. Can't oh, get yeah. addicted to LS, as far as I'm aware. I mean, no. Yeah, with the recovery period for the serotonin, you literally can't. You're, yeah, you can't make those connections. You yeah. can't. I mean, though, you I, have a lot of money. I've certainly known people who would ch- like do ch- like chain. T- Abs of acid where they would take like one one day then three the next then five the next ten the next mm. it's like dude what are you even trying to accomplish here and, and, kill and, their tolerance it's also like you know that's like an exponential problem you know oh, yeah. by like the end of the month you'd be spending right. hundreds of thousands of dollars on pieces of paper like if to the, a point where you die from just eating paper i bought the, an ounce of acid <laughs> Like if the if the problem you're trying to if you're the problem you're trying to solve in life requires you to take that much acid, you might want to look for other ways to get that done. Like, yeah. yeah, dude, I saw I saw this crazy video on uh, YouTube. It was like some old TV segment where it was people who'd been on OxyContin for ten years, starting in like 1995 to 2005. It, it, they they did like um, interviews with five people. Two of them still on OxyContin, no problems. It's just been a a overall boon to their life let them play with their grandkids and stuff one of the other two two other ones just dead you know od'd passed out while driving wow Wow. died like that and one of them she was you know she was off the pills and seriously regretted ever taking them because they had ruined her life to such a degree where she felt the pain was worth more than what the drugs were fixing wow yeah I, i heard a story about some guy who'd been taking xanax for like a lot of xanax for about a decade jesus and uh he only remembered like bits where he'd been taking Xanax. Yeah, like, he had like a wife and kids and a home and just didn't know yeah. about it. God damn. That, that like so when I was younger, I had I was prescribed Xanax for my anxiety, and I remember one time I like just like took it, and then I realized it was like three or four hours after I took it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was very was, strange. I was prescribed it too for a while, and that shit has you time traveling, man. Yeah, no idea where you are. Yeah. Sort of a related story. Uh, I remember when I was a kid back in the early 2000s, uh, any uh, young boy who didn't want to sit at a desk, look at the board for eight hours, uh, definitely had ADD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the doctors wanted me to take um, Adderall. And so my parents gave me Adderall just to like, see you know, how it affected me and everything. Yeah. Uh, and I, I cleaned up high, not just my room, the entire <laughs> house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. And I was like... Eight. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Did they? Well, how long did it take them to take you off of it? Oh, it was one. I took oh, it just, one time. Yeah, damn. they never gave it to me again. They were like, "That was weird." Fuck this. <laughs> <We're done. laughs> yeah, it's like just let his room be messy. He'll yeah. he'll, he'll learn math eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff's scary. It can it can really uh, wire you out? Oh yeah. 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 No, yeah. it's uh, some serious. Like people don't realize that like Ritalin, like amphetamines, change your. It can really push yeah. the bar for psychedelic. Yeah. Big time. I, I've also heard it's like it. It shuts or 
not shuts down, but depresses the part of your brain that makes you want to play, mm. which for kids is like essential. That's yeah. how you learn to socialize and everything. Yeah. You got all these kids sense. that like don't want to play. They want to do work. That doesn't, that's not healthy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like the reason that the kids aren't paying attention. I mean, some people have ADHD and, ADHD and they should take what they need to take for that. Yeah. But like a lot of them didn't have, it. and the reason that they weren't able to pay attention is because they're eight and in school. Yeah, it's like that's as old as time. It's all the standardization, standardization with standardized tests and stuff, trying to streamline the the learning economy. You know, big pharma loved. Them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's <laughs> all and all of those things. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I actually don't know, but I'm sure that's like a large portion of their. Or, or yeah. at least it was, or at least like you know. Uh, a valuable revenue stream yeah. at the very least. Were, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Man. Like the man, the for-profit medicine system. Just on principle, that seems. I mean, uh, the medical system in general. I don't understand enough about it, and I, I have some vague opinions on it. But mm. at this point, I just want them to fix it in any way. Yeah. I don't care. Just make it work. Well, yeah, man. I think it's really interesting how we. John, you might just want to sit a oh, little bit closer to the bike. I'm sorry, man. No, no, you're fine. I'm just like, is this better? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Good. I th um, I think it's really interesting how we kind of treat acute versus chronic illness in the states. You know, mm -hmm. we have um, we have basically like an anti-dumping law in the United States that um, ERs can't dump. It's um, it's EMTALA, the Emergency Treatment and Active Labor um law mm -hmm. or act, and it's basically um, all it is is you can't kick out people from an ER or a hospital that are dying or pre giving birth. And I, I find it really interesting. Reasonable, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and some some hospitals aren't really too good about following that and get around it. But I'm, um, I'm legitimately shocked that they had to make a law about that. Yeah, sounds yeah. like something that go without saying. But again, for profit medicine system. Yeah. yeah. And I I just think it's really interesting that we have that yet we can have a patient who's dying from cancer and we can have an insurer that refuses to pay for their treat so they die yeah i didn't even I, wow that's that's on it can happen people can die from not getting their insulin that happened unfortunately you've seen, you've seen that insulin prices are going up again yeah Yep, it's pretty terrible. There are people. No one, no one in a developed country should die from high blood sugar. Yeah, you you'd and, think not. And and I don't understand what the argument is. Even if you're like you know neoliberal, which I'm mine. Uh, like one of the founders of neoliberal, uh, Friedrich Hayek. I mean, he supported uh something akin to a universal health or free medicine. Yeah, man, it's it's insane how recent those systems are. Like, did you know that? When it came to firefighting in, uh, actually, I was watching a Tom Scott video. You you were telling me about the YouTuber Tom Scott. I yeah. watched this video on fire marks where in London on the houses yes. they would oh, yeah. they would have to Ooh, pay it, right? yeah all the not, all the uh, firefighters uh, fee, yeah. yeah yeah all the firefighters were hired by insurance companies. So oh. you would pay the insurance company a fee for like five years or whatever to have this metal mark on your door, which would signify that if fire were to break out in this town, save this house specifically. Wow! And if it didn't benefit say if it didn't in some way help saving that house to put out another fire to an adjacent house they just wouldn't do it yeah is it it took you didn't get the insurance it took until the late 1800s for the all the insurance companies to band up together and just make public fire department and i realized that like insurance come good for like financial markets they're in they're necessary but but maybe let's not treat like the human body like a car yeah you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's it's really interesting i think there's got to be a confluence of science politics finance ethics you know ethics philosophy right? and ethics too because i think that i i am a strong believer that 
our medical system in the states can be reformed and that it's pretty shit. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I think it's absolutely terrible. And it, it's like, it has plenty of potential, but there's so many, so many like bureaucratic objects in the way that's stopping it from happening. And I, I think with the Affordable Care Act, we created as many problems as that's true because yeah. it also led to the large consolidation insurance companies to where in many counties there's only one insurance provider. Yeah. yeah. And and the coverage doesn't come in until a certain amount of money is spent. Yeah. So it, it it definitely helped, you know, especially with um, uh, insurers can't uh, refuse you because of pre-existing conditions. Hmm. Like that, that's one that kind of felt, uh, you know. To a certain degree. What if you have something incredibly rare, like hemo something, something that's very expensive and hard to treat using rare drugs? That is a bit of a drain on the system. That being said, if you're someone who's born with something incredibly rare and dead, that's the person you kind of want to save the most ethically, right? Yeah, I mean, ethically, it, it seems like people with hemophilia deserve to live of you course know? you know course. it's like i'm 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 willing to put a little bit of a drain on the system to save someone with it's like it's sort of yeah. a utilitarian versus yeah humanitarian it's... argument yeah. you know actually I mean, even utilitarianism uh john stuart mills said that uh you know a society should be judged by uh the members that's, you know that's fair that's the, very fair the person with hemophilia definitely you know near the least yeah you know you got a, you drew a bad straw right, i wasn't saying hem- hemophilia specifically no no no, no. Rare, I understand. Rare I'm, I'm, just, like I'm just keeping up with the you yeah. know the uh hypothetical yeah All right yeah and it's funny you know it's a lot of these rare it's it's funny you mentioned that because a lot of these rare diseases are the ones that are like very lethal and don't get researched a lot you know or don't get a lot of attention like i think it's coming to pop not popularity but the common common knowledge more so now is um there's a certain type of brain cancer um glioblastoma glioblastoma is like an incredibly rare type of brain cancer and like it and it's like super lethal and not a lot of people and know how to treat it you know it's just a really sorry that's That's, it sucks that like Actually, I, I think I cancer. I think I had a friend who had a friend who was diagnosed with that, and she had to drop out of, and go up to some like very specialized hospital up to try and fight it. I, I never knew what happened to her, but yeah, great. You guys want an ad lib of Family Guy episode? <laughs> what? <laughs> can, you, can you? What voices can you do, Seth? Oh, God, can you do a Peter Griffin? I think ah, I ah, oh, geez, Lois. <laughs> Yeah, I took Stewie down to the clam, and then Brian would be like, "Oh, Peter, that's that's stupid. He's a baby." Peter would be like. <laughs> You're like, dude, <laughs> Brian, we've been on for like 20 seasons. Stewie's got to be like 27 by now. <laughs> I just take him down. I could maybe do Stewie. I think I could do an all right British accent. It's okay. Everyone can do a Brian. You know, it's just a straight, it's straight just, voice. It's just talking. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a stupid idea, Peter. <laughs> Something like that. It's just sort of talking like you're on the radio. And then Lois yeah. is like, ah, Peter, why did you take Stewie down to the clam? <laughs> Where are they supposed to be from? Uh, Rhode, Rhode Island. Island, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess that is sort of Quahog, Rhode Island. Yeah, that is Rhode a Island. northeastern accent. Is Quahog a real town? I have no idea. Is Spring? Well, Springfield is a real place, but yeah. there's lots that of places what they mean by Springfield. Oh, and, uh, the Simpsons. No, they they actually mention. Um, I think in one of the movies that they border like four states that it's not possible. For. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, that sounds me, right. Yeah. Let me let me look up uh, what four states it was. Um, Dude, I've I've seen criminally few episodes of of the simpsons it's like just overall recognized as one of the best comedies out there but i just haven't seen that much of it honestly i i've never actually seen an episode of the simpsons i only know about the sims pop culture references because there's so many people who talk about that i know about the Simpsons. yeah you see all those like random youtube videos of things the simpsons predicted and whatnot or like i watch a youtuber called jj mccullough i know yeah yeah uh, the canadian he loves loves the Simpsons, so he talks Mm -hmm. about a lot but yeah the uh 
the Simpsons movie, uh, Ned Flanders talks to Bart uh, on top of a hill and tells him to look around at the four states that Springfield uh, borders, which are Ohio, Nevada, Maine, and Kentucky. I was going to say Nevada is a joke, dude. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's literally nowhere. Yeah, I wonder what the map of the U.S. looks like in the Simpsons. It's just those three states. With- <laughs> <laughs> and, and just the... Uh, Springfield yeah. fills in the rest of the yeah, states, yeah, you know? yeah. like whatever doesn't they just like mashed it together and whatever doesn't work <laughs> dude being being a voice actor for the Simpsons brings in so much money like Hank really? Azaria makes like a million and a half dollars per episode wow it's ridiculous well I remember back when um two and a half men oh the, God, the yeah. guy who played Alan's and you know we were kids. I watched it. Uh, <laughs> I was an idiot. Um, the kid who played Alan's son was like the highest paid person under the age of eight. Whoa. Uh, I, was, I believe it, man. That yeah. show was huge when it was around. Yeah. He was making un- unimagined. I think it was, I, and this might be bullshit, but I think he was making like over a hundred thousand wow. dollars. Yeah. He's set for life. Yeah. He actually, I, I looked it up later. Like, what's he doing now? Uh, he, he was Jewish and become like very, very religious and involved now, which is oh, why good for him. Yeah, you never see him anymore. Yeah, I mean, absolutely That's good cool. for him. You know, it's it's so rare for child actors to make it out sane. You know, and honestly, yeah, he seemed doing something be- positive. <laughs> it's like he, he embraced his faith and like uh, for him, bro. Yeah, who was the who was the girl who played iCarly? Oh, Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah, Miranda Cosgrove. Like she was Spears. she was yeah she was starting to blow up. You know, she was starting to get pretty big. She was trying to start her music career and stuff. Yeah, I remember my then sister loved her. She during a t- on tour she got into like a bus accident and broke her leg and in the time when she was in the hospital recovering she decided to just give it all up and go to college and be a normal chick smart i mean yeah that's 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 very smart because i mean didn't daniel radcliffe have like a a mental break yeah looking at the weird ass movies he's been in recently wouldn't surprise me (laughs) no i I think he actually had something like public that might just be bullshit i might not did he did he shy all above himself, turn himself into a living meme? <laughs> that was recently, no one... right? That was like two weeks ago, where he like didn't he like come out or someone like said he was like abusing them or something. No, I didn't Shia, hear. I didn't hear. Shia LaBeouf. Am I, I totally wrong? That. I, rem- I, I remember. You shit. might be right. I, I remember all the memes about him, dude. I remember when he did that art installation where he'd basically stand there and let people do whatever they wanted to him, and some chick like sexually assaulted him. <laughs> what? Just, what? Just in the middle of a room in an art museum. Yeah. Well, I remember. <laughs> it was there, crazy. There was a bunch of footage of that of just like you know the weird shit that. And also, avoid hitting the table because it makes sorry, a feedback. Sorry. No, no, you're fine, man. It just makes a feedback loop. Um, but um, yeah, I can remember. Um, let me unplug the mic real quick. Yeah, because that ends the feedback. Uh, no, I remember there was like a compilation of like weird shit that happened in front of that camera because it was constantly live streaming. Oh yeah, and there was a guy who showed up in an SS uniform. Oh yeah, I remember him. That was, I mean, that's bizarre. That's like on top of bizarre. What the fuck? Yeah, and why do you why do you own an SS uniform? For Where that, did you for that exact reason <laughs> to show up on camera and be a random meme? Better yet, who sold you? An SS uniform. Yeah, dude. I mean, I guess maybe, like, collectors. I mean, because if I had, like, a bunch of uniforms, it was, it was a, I guess right, that's yeah. one I would Yeah, want. I have to imagine he was a collector, because it, right. it was a crispy uniform, you know? It yeah. wasn't some ratty shit right. he found somewhere. Yeah, I mean... That wouldn't be the first one I bought, though. There, I remember there was also a dude on the live stream who came in dressed as Solid Snake and started to sing Snake Eater. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I absolutely remember that. He, he was just he was theme. just saluting the camera, singing Snake Eater. It was so awesome, dude. <laughs> that was yeah, that was a wild ride. The the we the he will not divide us thing. He will yeah yeah. Oh, oh God! Did you guys hear about uh? Do you guys do you guys know John Mulaney? Yeah. 
No. You don't know John Mulaney. It's here. Yeah. 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 He's okay. a stand-up comedian. He wrote for SNL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he wrote a lot for SNL, SNL yeah, recently. He started out as an SNL writer um, before he started doing stand-up. Well, you know, he always talked about how in his early sets, how, you know, he stopped drinking because he would black out all the time. And in his later sets about how, you know, oh, he used to do coke in college and everything. Mm. Uh, and he makes like jokes about like, oh, you know. Uh, for my high school graduation, I smoked crack. Oh and my now, god! And, and now I'm afraid to, you know, open the door or answer oh. the door. Uh, well, he just got checked into rehab for cocaine and alcohol oh. abuse. Oh no! Yeah, and when I heard that, I was like, oh, I don't think he actually stopped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Though who knows, man? All it could have taken. All it takes is one party to fall off the yeah. wagon again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wish the best for him, though. Dude, oh, absolutely. He's, dude's funny. He's hilarious. All of his standups are are great. Yeah. Good stuff. So, John, are you a, are you a stand up comedy kind of guy? Um, you know, yes and no. I I like it when I watch it, but I don't I don't uh, active watch a lot of it now. Like I I've, I saw Chappelle's last special and Eric Andre's special, and those were the two that I've. He has a special. Yeah, he has stand up. Eric Andre did a uh, Netflix stand up. I I know what I'm doing when you guys leave. Um. <laughs> Seth, that's the homework for the next pod. We got to watch the special. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Leave a review on Any it. Any whips is flying out. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does. Yeah, of course of he course. does. It's time to deliver a pizza, pizza ball. ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just so, I mean, I, I love the show. He's just so absurd. Oh, yeah, man. My favorite, I think some of my favorite ones are like where he just like, like where he gets the reaction. Like he's just perfect at getting the exact reaction of people that just, of just discomfort and like. <laughs> they don't understand what's going on, and it's just a cacophony of misunderstanding and confusion and upset. It's beautiful. Well, I, just... I saw him in an interview. He actually does it for like like three hours. They're there, but you see like, to like oh yeah, people minutes. in, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You can just <laughs> yeah. see like when he fucking got and like like he also said like multiple times they'll run out and they're not coming back and they can it's like okay no that's the last of it. that's the last that's, of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the last they're of only forty five <laughs> minutes in. I, I love when he, like, actually breaks character, though, on the show. Like, yeah. when they were doing the thing with the baby, and the baby oh, started God. crying, and, like, he was like, I, I, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this sketch. <laughs> we're going to hell. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, the hug a random kid sketch. Yeah, yeah. See how long you can hug a kid or something. <laughs> the baby started crying. He was like, oh. It's like, it's like you can see the guy beneath the character. Yeah, dude. <laughs> or, like, the one where he's wearing a cookie suit. And um, a bunch of people come up to him to take cookies off of him. And he's like, is now a good time to tell you that I'm a sex offender? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. The, the, oh, my God. The dude. best character break is when they bring the grizzly bear out. And the grizzly bear is walking around. And Hannibal leaves. Yeah, Hannibal dude. just out. <laughs> and then the, uh, Eric is trying to, like, stay in character. He starts to back up from the desk as the bear approaches. And then it puts its paw on the desk and just crushes it like a tin can. And he's just like... Okay, okay. <laughs> Dude, he's one of he's one of the best examples of the actors who are ridiculous when they're in character, but just as a normal person, so boring. He just meditates all day. He's you pretty know, focuses on his too. chakras. Oh yeah. Probably oh, yeah, read, he probably reads a lot. Didn't he, yeah. didn't he go to like a 
Ivy League school. He, I, I think he went to like Juilliard or something. He went to some okay, like yeah, I, some high class school for yeah. acting. He clearly so, nice hasn't. He has an understand like a clear understanding of surrealism. Oh yeah. And, oh absolutely. And, and he, he can yeah. quote like so many people that I've never heard of that like do like the talk show kind of. Thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, what I would what I would give to like get a copy of those full interviews. That must be ridiculous. Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> Legally unable to provide. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, a, a bit of it has got to be normal because that's the only yeah. way you can get them to stay there for that long right. yeah, it probably starts with a just straight up conversation maybe or, about current events or something right. yeah or or like if he starts to get obs- or like there's i'm sure there's i'm sorry man sorry just i'm like closer yeah, yeah um there's parts where he like oh i lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> that's all good. Well, we were talking about uh how you know he must just be having a normal conversation yeah oh no there's there's parts i'm sure where he can pull people in but that but then he can bring it back, but they don't show it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But there there was some, I for, there was, there's been a couple, like, I feel like there was, like, some, some, like, like, 16 and pregnant lady he brought on or something that was just, like, hilarious, and she never caught on the whole time. Oh that, like, like, in, like, she didn't realize, like, she just wanted the attention and the press, and she didn't think anything of it and just went with it I mean, <laughs> wow yeah, she must love fame dude if you're willing to go through that yeah well, she was on 16 and pregnant um uh, something yeah. Yeah. yeah she was on something like that yeah you know yeah. love island what are those <laughs> yeah, yeah trash reality shows. yeah well I, I i find the episodes where like the people who are on it are in it are, are like they're in on what's going on mm. to be like the least entertaining like yeah you like, gotta catch people off guard yeah. like, you gotta get their real natural reaction to the weird shit that's happening like, yeah, like tyler the creator was on it who was like close friends with eric on like i've i i have his poster right back there it was a fun episode but not one of the best yeah it was kind of yeah. like i mean like the jokes the tyler's, stuff, oh, tyler's tyler's dad, dad in the rafters yeah, this yeah, old yeah. white guy oh, yeah. <laughs> this old gremlin looking man up in the rafters yeah <laughs> or he comes Behind on to start the... destroying the set oh yeah. dude oh yeah dude oh yeah who's your favorite character like recurring character in the eric andre show i love the like latino producer guy the old mexican <laughs> oh, man yeah. Yeah. he sits <laughs> down and is like eating something he's always just reading a newspaper or something or the uh, the, guy's awesome. the Asian director who oh, stares yes. off and is just looking at them. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Some of the best bits, man. Like when he went to the RNC and he asked Alex Jones <laughs> to fuck his wife. <laughs> and, then, and then the DNC clearly learned who he, he thought, was. He thought he was Trevor Noah. He's like, get the, yeah. da- get, get the Daily Show guy up here. <laughs> oh, my he's, God. He's like a black man that vaguely re- yeah. resembles <laughs> Trevor Noah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think he looks like Trevor Noah at like, all. Like, like <laughs> the vaguest possible. Yeah, right. Like, like they have a similar-ish skin tone, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> right. As if Trevor Noah would jump into the middle of the trenches like that. Oh, absolutely. He's, okay. he's one of worst. One of the worst uh, late-night yeah. TV and, and, hosts. And the fact that there. he replaced Jon Stewart yeah, makes dude. it so much worse. Like, Trevor Noah seems like a nice guy, you know? I... I'd have him over for the church picnic, <laughs> but yeah. but uh, not exactly. And he seems like a smart guy too. Yeah, he's yeah. just that funny. The problem is you can't go to school for comedy. You know what I mean? Like you can learn the comedic principles, but getting the timing and actually getting it down with like in accordance with your character is very difficult. It's like I mean, and I, I think I think it's like 
like singing. You know, you can learn to be a better singer. Plus, he's playing on easy mode because who's going to criticize? If you're on the left, you're not allowed to. I also you know? think and that's so what he plays to. One thing, one aspect of Trevor Noah that I think is interesting is he's more he's part of those late night comedians where he but he delivers more of like a he's more boring. I think he more tries to be like on on brand as just delivering news with some remarks yeah. and some smart quip and it, then it feels like there's yeah, it, it does feel a lot closer to actual it doesn't news. feel like yeah. there's many ad-libs it's like he's just going through the points yeah. you know news time news story here drop joke here wait five seconds next news story you know like on and on like i that. will say i actually saw him two years ago uh do a live stand-up special oh i forgot it? to mention that it was pretty funny um it was pretty good Nice. Where where were you when you saw uh, it? UMBC. Oh, cool. It was for their spring concert or thing. It was oh. their spring event. I remember before he was on The Daily Show, um, he used to do like, so they, I, I like these things that they do over in Britain, uh, where they have like game shows, but they have comedians on them. They have like a oh, whole, nice. whole bunch fun. of them. It, it's actually, I, I, I absolutely love it. There's like QI and Would I Lie to You. A bunch of really good shows. Um, and he was on a bunch of them before he came over, over to America. Oh, interesting. From South Africa and he kind of you know, went to Britain than America. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was pretty good back then, you know? But he always sort of had that sort of, like, sort of stiff character to him, you yeah. know? Yeah. He's a very kind of straightforward guy, I think. Dude, you know? have, have you ever yeah. seen Limmy, Limmy's show? L-I-M-M-Y? No, I have not. He's this Scottish, I think he's Scottish, the Scottish, uh, kind of like a Scottish Eric Andre. He does, he does like ridiculous outlandish skits and stuff. Half the joke is that no one can understand what he's saying and he totally gets that. <laughs> Please people, if you're out there, check out Lemmy's show. It is some of the funniest comedy I've seen in a long time. I mean, after the podcast, I'm going to have to check that out. It, dude, it's good. You know There's what some this good is bits. reminding he does, me of? Uh, I don't mean to cut oh, you sorry, off, but yeah. he does, he does this one bit where it's like an adventure call-in show where he's dressed up as like a night or something and someone calls in he's like you find yourself on the path you must walk forward and come across a unicorn you know something like that and the entire premise that person on the other side is suicidal and is just calling in for its final moments it's so funny it is so funny dude that's dark but that's that's a pretty good bit. I mean, yeah, yeah coming out of Scotland, uh, most of your humor is going to be pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> Life is not fun. <laughs> Sorry, John, you were saying. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, You guys know Juke Squad on YouTube? Oh, no. My God. They're a bunch of fucking idiots in California who just get away with a bunch of bullshit. Like, um, they're basically like the high schoolers who did the worst stupid shit and like like threw food in the cafeteria and stuff, but they never grew up. Oh, God. You'll have to check them out. <laughs> What's so kind of like jackass? Yeah, it's like jackass, but less mature, dare I say? The less mature jack. I, ha I have to check out the less mature jackass. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's. I, I think they recently changed... So someone was telling me they recently changed the Hollywood sign to Holly Boob. I could be wrong. <laughs> kind of like when they did I, Holly Weed. Yes, yeah. dude, I remember that one. Remember Holly Boob. I'm sorry, Which that's actually, like, I realized that's super immature, <laughs> yeah. but that is hilarious. Some, I know they, re regardless, recently the sign was changed to Holly Boob. Sweet. <laughs> and it would Absolutely be so, sweet. It would be so easy to change it to Holly You need, like, three pieces of yeah. white cloth to change yeah. it to Holly Boob. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. That stuff's crazy, dude. Like, you know what I never put together in Jackass, either at the beginning of each one or at the end, Rip Torn always makes an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Doing something ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, John, you know who that is, right? The actor Rip Torn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at the end of three with the uh, sparkly. Yeah, guys, dude, right? Yeah. That, yeah. 
Yeah, and then love the, with the like in that water scene or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 that was funny as hell. Dude, have you ever seen Freddy Got Fingered? No, it's this it's this comedy from 2003 by the Canadian comedian Tom Green, who is who was kind of blowing up at the time. That movie is the single funniest thing I've ever seen. It is so stupid, so immature. At one point, at one point in the movie, a baby is being birthed in the hospital, and he picks up the baby and swings it by the umbilical. <laughs> cord while Native American women are banging drums in the background and then they just cut to the next scene no explanation it is incredible this sounds like it's the best movie it sounds very it out bit. it outdoes Bruno dude. really it, this we'll is to this. this is next level stuff. I will have to see this. it's so funny <laughs> do you guys ever watch and I realize it's been off the air for a while but when we were younger uh the whitest kids you know oh, yes, yes dude yes. I've, I've seen every single episode I love have you that really show. I have I've not was seen every huge into it in high school. Man. That was so so, so funny, man. So good. Dude. I wish they would bring the whitest kid you know back, dude. Trevor Moore, yeah, Trevor Moore. He still does uh, like comedy bits and stuff. You gotta check out his song. What about mouth? What about mouthwash? It's like this. It's like this western ballad. I I I, I have. <laughs> I think I've seen that before. Where within it's, the song, out of he alcohol. can't he can't yeah. buy alcohol because he doesn't have his ID on him. So then he finds a <laughs> bottle of Listerine <laughs> and just a minute and a half later into the song he's like huffing sherman williams paint and he has it all (laughs) over his face it's so good dude why just kids you know was incredible a show that would never fly in today's era oh my god a couple ish the the, the race war sketch i was just thinking that dude where he runs outside it's like 8 a.m he's like yo john john are you awake he's like what is it dude it's a race war dude it's a race war He's like, your girlfriend isn't Italian, is she? No, oh, we're good. We're good. No, 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 no. It's like, uh, well, your girlfriend, what, what, what is she? He goes, Italian. And he goes, uh, uh, Italian. That's, is that white? Like, yes, <laughs> Italian is white. I you know, I've it's never a, seen this. John, you got to check out that show, dude. It is hilarious i've seen like a couple of the whitest kids you know sketches but i've never seen that one particularly i ironically for a show that's so immature from the first season to the fifth it gets really good like in the first season there's like i think it was even the first episode they have a skit where they're all at a board meeting and the the little dude timmy shits his pants and then just pulls it out and puts it on the table <laughs> and, and they just and everyone's just staring at him like what the fuck dude <laughs> It's like, oh man, I think I shit myself. <laughs> it's it's quality. IFC, you know, <laughs> the, the channel that was allowing stuff that now would never fly. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a bunch of stuff on there that like Loiter Squad, Workaholics, fly today. Workaholics wouldn't fly today. I'm shocked. South. I mean, they, I realized they had the whole like cancel South Park thing. I don't know how that because HBO owns it now. They bought it for like half a billion dollars. That's yeah. huge, dude. That's yeah. big. Yeah, I, I can't. Okay. Do you guys, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the two creators of South Park, do you know about when they went to the, yeah. uh, what, the what's not the gram, or Yeah, you were telling me about that yeah. Uh, yeah. last time we hung out. <laughs> They're just yeah. wearing dresses. And they went on acid. acid. Anytime yeah. anybody asked them anything, they would just respond, it's just such a beautiful night. <laughs> or just a magical night. <laughs> that's, that's so perfect, dude. They're iconic. They're really, that's firing. Yeah. It, 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 this is a really obscure movie and it's super low budget, but if you get the chance, you should go back and watch this like uh, movie they made, I think it was in college, called uh, Cannibal the Music. <laughs>
I've, I've heard I've heard the I've heard the I've name. Never heard of it. I gotta check it out. Yeah, it's like a musical about the only man ever charged for cannibalism in the United States. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. He wasn't from the Donner Party, was he? It was. It's it's like the Donner Party. Oh, yeah, they get stuck in a snowstorm out in the Rockies. Yeah, huh, yeah. What would it, if you if you had to eat human? How would you prepare it? I mean, if, say, I'm, if I'm in a situation where I have to eat human, I'm just roasting it over a fire. Say for some reason you're in like a full size kitchen in the back of like an Arby's or something. Wow. There's no meat. There's no vegetables or anything. There just happens to be a corpse. And I, there's and no way I can leave the Arby's. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta eat it. Can you order Arby's? <laughs> <laughs> just go to the register and like put in my own yeah, order. I'll fuck? leave money on like, the table. <laughs> would, would you fry it? Would you saute it? How would you mm. do it? What cut would you take? I honestly might just choose to die because i fear <laughs> god enough to choose to die <laughs> yeah dude that's that's uh that's a step over the line man <laughs> yeah Bro, i would slice it up real thin and deep fry it <laughs> human I mean, I've, heard that, <laughs> yeah. I've heard that human tastes like pork they call it long pig or, no long pork long, long pork. pork yeah long yeah. pork yeah so i guess i mean how would you prepare a pork i guess i'd barbecue it you know? spit roast it <laughs> yeah smoke it and then like Jesus. prepare it with a nice like carolina barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, i don't want to think sweet, about some, it some sweet baby rays on it <laughs> nice dry rub or, or are we talking <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's a good question what do you guys yeah. prefer dry rub or or soaked oh, i mean i i i know barbecue sauces really well my favorite of all time is um they have this like mustard based barbecue sauce in like mm. sort of uh, the western part of uh, the carolina yeah it sounds like a south carolina kind of sauce yeah vinegar oh the, the vinegar yeah. yeah the vinegar sauce more east but it still has like the vinegar yeah. in it you get that mustard going west it's yeah interesting Very yeah interesting. it's a delicious sauce mm. it's weird because I, I don't like honey barbecue sauce but a honey barbecue wing can be done very well dude. oh absolutely absolutely yeah. I love honey barbecue. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, I've yet to find a sauce that I didn't like, other than Donald's Buff Trash. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it tastes industrial. Yeah, it doesn't it taste does. right. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think I've ever had any of those sauces. Which is weird because they're sweet and sour, and they're barbecue for the most yeah, part. And I like the honey mustard. I realize you're not a honey mustard guy. But no, but their honey mustard's not bad. It's not as far as the honey mustard goes. They had that uh, Szechuan sauce, right? Ooh, Wasn't that yeah. a big deal? Yeah. You know what? Dude? I've never had it before. Actually, is worth it. it. Is, is it legit? Worth it. It's wow. Good. Is it still it's around? Really no. No. No, that was like a one month promotion. Yeah. More rare than the McRib, if you could believe that. <laughs> <laughs> well, cuz they bring back the McRib like every like 3 or Just 4 years. Just to build the hype again. Yeah. You know? I, it, I've also never had a McRib. Have you guys had it? Is it good? I you know, it's... I have a memory of having it as a kid and I mean it was it it was like a sloppy piece of meat on a on a bun. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have good texture. Yeah, um, I do like that they have the larger onion chunks on it. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, that's why I always get the quarter pounder, because I like the large chunk. I'm a Big Mac man myself. I live next to a McDonald's, and I have never been. <laughs> okay. Here's Probably the, for the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I realize that's definitely healthy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, me, I'm the pinnacle of health. Um, <laughs> uh, if we had a visual aspect, that joke would have been funny. Dude, um, I, was, I was actually thinking about that earlier. We should get a camera on this side, and then we'll play the, like, sound waves mm. on the TV, and that would look cool. That would, that that would, would look, look really cool. cool. Yeah. But... But, you know, back to what yeah, I was saying. <laughs> uh, I, I hate people who say, like, oh, McDonald's terrible. It's like, they didn't sell, like, a billion burgers because it tastes yeah, terrible. It's, right. It's not It's not that it's bad. There's, it's there's... perfectly serviceable. It's right. It's edible. <laughs> Anywhere you go, it's, it's, it's going to be, like, I mean, it's not even just edible. It's, like, it's good. Yeah. It's a meal that I got in five minutes. And I enjoy it, you know? Yeah, man. But, like, like, and I realize, like, the, the, the actual objection to McDonald's should be, like, 
do you want to live to 40? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Clog you up in no time, Those dude. Cholesterol. Not... Yeah. John, tell us about good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. Your oh, HDL. And... Okay. Please, I need to know to tell my doc cholesterol is good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go back. Um, okay. So HDL is good. High density lipoproteins are, those are happy cholesterols. You got your unhappy cholesterols, which are your LDLs, which like to adhere to your vasculature, aka walls of your um, blood vessels and they make it smaller and um, they clog things up. It's kind of like not good. How do you unclog a vein? Um, like if you eat healthier and, over time, will the clogging so wear you, away? And, and, yes. and also quick question, like plaque from cholesterol in your veins is what causes heart attacks. Am I correct in saying Cor- that? Correct. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so there's there's a whole formation. Um, basically, it'll, it, it gradually forms over time and it'll form like a hard plaque and then um, it'll eventually occlude the whole ve- the whole area and basically create a roadblock so you don't have any oxygen going to that part of the heart. If you were to change your diet before it were to calcify, would you be able to clear it up over time? Yeah, so diet and exercise definitely are very good for... Um, they Yes. I got to so, imagine cardio. Yeah. Get that blood flowing really so, clean everything out. You know? Yeah, so, car- so it... it can it will if you if you exercise and you do cardio and you eat healthy you can definitely reverse um the effects of high cholesterol i'm not saying that totally get rid of it but yeah Mm. it it definitely is helpful diet and exercise is a huge uh contributing factor in cholesterol and um heart uh cardiovascular health in general what health problems do you see coming out of being Um, so sad um primarily mental health issues and um i would say secondary to that probably just issues of you know uh, people overeating mainly that honestly yeah man in <laughs> people, my people just not exercising in my final paper uh for my degree i i talked a lot about stoicism and how mm. these are powerful tools that people can use in times like these where isolation is so enforced maybe i'll uh when we when we set up the podcast website, I'll post my paper on fifty seven pages. But if you want to give it a read, there's some good stuff in there. Good Cam, uh, I think you're a smart guy. I like the things you have to say. <laughs> I am never going uh, to read yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> that will never happen. Maybe one point per every five. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I, I finished that, man. It seemed like the most daunting task ever. But just day by day, you tick away at it. Yeah, I remember I had to do a in my senior year. Um, I got a degree in. Uh, financial economics. Uh, I had to. I was taking a cost-benefit analysis class, and I had to do a review of a paper. And I did this review on. Um, uh, it was it was some like special type of like not generally but general but above that doing cost-benefit analysis where it's like you built a road. We'd have to look at the primary markets, secondary markets, and tertiary markets. Mm-hmm. Try and figure out how all those markets affected each other and lots of different types of interactions. And I was reading the paper. It was about like twenty or so pages long. It was I picked it because it was short. And then I started reading through it and looking at all the equations. An econ paper is mostly equations. Mm. Um, and I realized that not only did I not understand the math, but there were symbols in there for math that I had never encountered. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I boned myself. So I had to learn a lot about advanced mathematics and like hey, a, you got a through. expand. Yeah, I got an A on the paper. Nice. By some miracle of God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Can't believe can't believe we're all going to St. Mary's. Like six seems like a lifetime. Okay, so much has changed. Yeah, I mean two of us. I mean, have you have you graduated from UMBC yet? 
Uh, so I'm at UMB right over to the, but, um, no, so Sorry, I, UMB, uh, university of Maryland at Baltimore. It's there. It's where all their medical stuff is. Oh, so it's where uh, shock trauma. Is. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm in my last semester, so I should be done. And yeah. So only one of, or of the three of us, one third of us actually graduated from St. Mary's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I never thought I would have graduated college. Like after dropping out of Salisbury, I, I was like, there's way wild. And we'll, we'll have to see, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah. You know, philosophy is such a general skill. You can apply it to every, but rare to apply it specifically to job process. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been trying to expand things into the audio stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. Not all degrees provide like a broad, a, are broadly applicable to life. Definitely. Dude, it's such a shame that like, like really you need to, <clears throat> it would be worthwhile to have philosophy classes introduced in high mm-hmm. when you're actually forming your way of understanding the world. That's when it's most important to learn angles from which you can approach issues. And ethics. Yeah, dude, that was the that was the only philosophy class at my high school was bioethics, and I loved it. I, it yeah. was it was unlike anything I'd ever done. Before. And, and you know, I mean, I realized bringing up my major, but I, I also economic wire. Dude, how you can how you can get a GED without knowing how to do taxes is beyond I me. Mean, I I don't understand how they they educate people through high school, and you're 18, and you're now allowed to vote, and they don't know what a simple market looks like. Like you need to know that nor to do make they an under- informed decision about politics. Nor do they understand the electoral college. They don't understand how voting works at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like nobody explains to you what the two parties like no, are. No civics, no home ec, no philosophy. What are kids learning in school? Health is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Health is don't do drugs. Don't have sex. Yeah, don't don't do drugs and don't have sex. Wear a condom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys who have a penis, we're gonna spend three weeks on which oh, I guess I, is, you know, yeah. the guy thing with a lot You gotta assume that in schools they can't do that anymore. They can't classify it by boys and girls, quote unquote. Right. Because that's working within a gender binary. You don't want to do that. Now, I mean, you we? can just take it from a biological perspective. I think you can. Can still, you? I think you can still probably <laughs> get away with that. You can probably still be fine. Yeah, you'd think most parents would be on board, but my God, have have things been co- become complicated? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I think if I have kids, I want to send them to like one of those sud the one where there aren't classes have to be there for eight hours a day. Yeah, you were, and, you were telling me about that before. Yes, yeah, and there's just like a bunch of like you know informed people on topics who are like teachers. And I, there might be like more um, structure than that. Yeah. But there's very, very little structure. It's right. Basically, you know, children will get some and they'll, you know, because cause you can only, you know, fuck around for like a week or two <clears throat> right. before you actually go and decide to do something. You just get bored and you're like, I, I kind of want to know how, how a car works. Yeah. Right. Go and, to the mechanics class. like engineering or, yeah, yeah. I like biology or like you want to make money. So it's like, oh, I want to see how you do do a business you yeah, know dude. i think we need it's a way smarter way to do it we really need to value vocational skills more and you know uh, getting a good score in an sat most people don't need to go to an ivy league college we do need mechanics and carpenters and plumbers and that's all valuable skills and honestly i still don't get what the sat really was about because it was like okay i'm good at um knowing word writing and out your math yeah <laughs> it's like yeah like, right. cool i mean it's it's yeah right it's like You can almost, the SAT is an interesting thing because you can almost cheat for it in a weird way. You can study for it so much that you can understand how it works. Yeah, like that's why they have like SAT prep classes. I I took an SAT prep class and it was was not relevant to any information that I used. Like I didn't need to know what gregarious meant because i have right. a degree in economics <laughs> yeah. you know right right yeah it's 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 weird that everything funnels down to that 
you know, that that big final exam. It's it's a system that they have, Pan and China and stuff. But in Japan and China, individuality and critical thinking is not a valuable skill. Working within the established paradigm is is paramount. Well, because I, I remember I, I had a conversation with Sam about his time in Japan. Do you remember Sam? Sam, yeah, R. yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 I he, do. He was living with a couple of my friends um, when COVID first broke out. Yeah. It was like crashing on their couch, mm-hmm. um, sort of in lockdown with them. But uh, I, I had a conversation about with him about his time in Japan. I asked him how the education was different. Yeah, they don't, they do not value critical thinking. Like it's never like, here's, we give you like as much information as we can. Now, what do you think about it? Build an argument. It was Here's information. Remember the information. The test to recite the information. It's becoming a human calc now. I I can run all the program, but I can't think outside of that. Yeah, it's it's very it's very odd. It's very to, to the west. Yeah, man, and you gotta imagine that's that's part of why suicide rates are so high. I I heard from one of my friends who went to school in Japan. Come come test season, parents, especially foreign parents, would get notices that your kid might be late on the way back to school because. Someone probably jumped jumped on the train track. It happens so wow. often that that warning gets sent out. It's like, oh yikes! Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. I I heard a thing. So you were talking about mental health in relation yes. to the quarantine. I mean, I've I've heard that like you know suicide rates unfortunately have gone way way up oh, in the yeah. last couple of months. I mean, I think it's probably hopefully gotten better because the quarantine's been relaxed a little bit. But for like that three four month period where everybody was locked inside and a lot of people were like you know. Being locked inside with your family is the most fun, sunshiny thing ever. But yeah. if you're completely alone in your like one bedroom apartment or something, that's got to be endlessly depressing. Yeah, dude. I'm sh- you know another thing that I I actually forgot to mention earlier that is a uh, byproduct of COVID is I think domestic violence has greatly risen. Oh right? yeah, I heard that. Wow. Heard that as well. Yeah, I, I I didn't think about that. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Ironic. That's... Put people back into the <laughs> force them back into the family setting. They are the most unhappy. Right. <laughs> kind of tells you a lot about american society but also something we idolize too is our fan back in that unit and then yeah i mean i guess one good thing to come out of it um and i've heard a lot of like conspiracy theories around this which i think kind of bs uh you know we saw rates of like pneumonia common cold went down drastically I didn't like people were like, oh, well, those are being reported as, as COVID. I'm sure like some of them were misreported as COVID, but a lot of it might have to do with the fact that nobody was leaving their house and so right. couldn't be in, in, yeah, in, in fact with that. And also when they did leave, everybody was wearing on a you, mask. Yeah, on YouTube, right. have you been getting these ads from the Maryland Safety Council or whatever they're talking about? It's 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 the most important. It's it's most important this year for you to get your flu vaccine. I'm like, really? In a world where everyone's right. constantly washing their hands and wearing masks, now is the most important time it, for it. This feels right. like the least. I don't think I got my flu vaccine this year. Why would I? Who am I in contact with? I mean, it's like, you know? and, and the people that I am in contact with, we're being really, really safe about it. You know? Yeah. I, and actually, you know, I'm 22. The flu's way deadlier to me than COVID is. I don't want to yeah. get COVID because I don't want to give it to my, you know, fairly old parents. Yeah, living with my grandparents, I got to be super. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's For people our age, it's more of a concern about those around ourselves. Which, right. you know, is kind of cool to see. People willing to willing to scale their lives back a little bit for those around them. Which I guess is kind of goes back to the yeah. family side of things. It's like, you know, I guess it's revealed good and bad things about it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's I think it's also revealed large... Um, Large pockets of misunderstanding of science, big time. Yeah, and oh, yeah. It, and just yeah. and also how easily manipulated the population. Yeah, and, dude. And it's it's also don't get of, me don't get me started on that. It's, <laughs> it's also made me realize that there's a lot of people who are like ignorant to information. 
nothing refused, going on up and, there. And, and they were they, instead of like learning new information, they just sort of like Except, decide. Yeah, they go with what they know, right. and anything else is just like you, bad or like. You people. know what's strange about that? It seems to be the older generations who do that. We were the ones who went through the essay, the strict SATs and standardization of schooling. Mm-hmm. Though it's our generation that's thinking the most outside the box. I think young people tend to have more to open. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's just. We're o- more open. Like Donald Glover. Have you guys ever seen uh, his stand-up Weird? I have. Oh, he has a thing where, you know. Might have seen segments of He has a thing where he's talking about, like, you know, you, you can kind of experiment with your personality and everything until you hit the age of 30. And at the age of 30, that's that's who you are. He continues by saying, like, you know, if you're a Democrat and you reach 30, you're a Democrat for Republican and you hit 30, you're Republican for the rest of your life. If you're a woman and you don't suck dick and you hit 30, uh, <laughs> go buy some cats because you're going to die alone. Cats. Dude, I was, I, was, I, was tell- I was telling people that now is definitely the time to invest in, like, uh, Purina and cat food companies and stuff like that because marriage rates plummeting. And there's going to be oh. a lot of sad, lonely people in the future. And also how many Buy stock in Kleenex. Now. Buy stock in Purina. Buy stock in in uh, who makes Chunky Monkey or Chunky Monkey ice cream? Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Buy stock in Ben and Jerry's. If those are all public companies, presuming those are all public companies. Yeah, Johnson yeah. and Johnson. Yeah, those are probably a lot of. Hey, those. isn't it crazy? Seven oh nine. Because I mean, if you if if I had been smart and aware of what was going on, seven oh nine was like you know on all these websites the only disinfectant that killed COVID uh COVID nineteen um and you could not find it anywhere if i were a smarter man i would have bought whoever the parent company of 709 was yeah dude isn't it isn't it crazy though uh speaking of johnson and johnson that talcum powder was giving women cancer like cervical Mm -hmm. cancer and uh like that stuff that stops itches yeah Mm -hmm. talcum powder yeah it's carcinogenic Uh, apparently so Oh, wow. But only to women. Well, hmm. they're the ones who are using it the most. Dudes are kind of disgusting. <laughs> don't don't really care. Yeah, well, yeah. But when I get a rash, you know, I, I use that shit like... Yeah, but you don't you don't use it every day just no, as no. a normal part of your routine. No, you know? it's only when something goes wrong. So yeah, so it turns right. out talcum powder uh, is giving people cancer. Remember oh, remember those ads? Uh, you've probably seen those like old 40s and 50s ads where the, the doctor was like, it's cool for a, a mother to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Who cares? <sighs> Baby's going to be real cool when he comes out wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> I, I've become, I, I and this is probably bad for my health, but I care so little about what causes cancer now because we've just learned that literally everything, everything co- like when they said like right. red meat causes cancer, I was like, I'm gonna eat a burger yeah, like if it, if it takes a few years off my life i mean i already knew it had cholesterol i'm okay with that at this point right there's no you know there's no adding time back onto the clock there's just delaying the clock from ending a little <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah i'd rather i'd rather live well for 60 yeah. years than drag things out into my 90s you know eat a kick-ass oh, yeah. hamburger when you're 35 you know have a small heart attack live life <laughs> A small heart attack. <laughs> just a small heart attack, you just know? A small, just a small one, you know? Yeah. Well, because uh, well, Larry King, who just recently passed away up from a heart attack, like ninety-seven years old, he made it. Ancient. He made it a long time, but he yeah, he had a he had a heart attack because he like four packs a day. But he yeah. made it to his mid nineties. Yeah, know? he had. I mean, like because I think when you have a heart attack, like your life expectancy expectancy usually drastically drops. But he made it pretty far yeah I mean, is that is that correct to say that when you have a heart attack yeah i mean yeah i would say that it definitely would impact your life expectancy depending on a couple factors like how like where the heart attack was and the, the size of the vessel that was blocked but yeah, yeah. i mean because i've heard that there's like 
one type of heart attack where you just basically you instantly pass out uh called like a dead yeah there's so there's a widow maker which is um that god it's been a minute since i've been a 12 lead nerd but um <laughs> i think that's yeah a left so there's left a left main is a widow maker which is basically just it just kills all the blood it just kills the part of your heart pumps blood so that it explains turn, it, why it kills you so quickly yeah yeah so and and so and it's a bit it blocks a large portion of basic it I want basically a large portion of the left side of your heart. Yeah. So it's fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Heart stuff is fucking terrifying, man. Yeah. Heart hey, if you're going to get a heart things. attack, though, that's probably the one gonna to get. Get a heart attack? Or how about. Yeah, like, that's, how, that's why my mom says uh, Scranton. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was kind of. I, you know, I, I, I don't roast Scranton. her. I poke fun at her. Is she also. Um, what about. She also can't say pin versus pen because every. The pen is, she says it is pin. So she has. Say she pin. Wants, Say she wants a, down a down a Dundalk. <laughs> well, no, no, she's 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 Grantnese. She's more like a northern accent. Um, but yeah, so she she can't when she wants a pen, she asks for an ink pen. Oh, yeah, and that's the only way we can distinguish the as two a, of them, as opposed to a lead. <laughs> <laughs> John, since you've been since you've been going to to UMBC and you've been in the Baltimore area, do you hear the Baltimore accent a lot more? Um, do they say ocean? No. Talk about the ocean a lot? No, you know, and honestly, I Bal- have Baltimore. They call it. Well, actually, I. I, I have, because I live in West Baltimore. Like, I'm wearing sort of a West Baltimore politician. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I have a bit of a Baltimore. Like, the, do you know the um that phrase that was going around as the Baltimore accent test? Well, what was it? Uh, here, I'm going to write it down, because I want to hear you guys say it, because Ouch. you'll hear it as soon as, I, like, I sometimes I say wash. Wash. Yeah, I say wash. <laughs> I say water. Um, it's... Yeah, it's, it's I say not, milk. 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 No, my, my little sister has milk real bad. Do you say yeah. egg or egg? Uh, egg? Egg. Egg. Some egg. people say egg just instinctually. Okay, so like E-G instead of like, egg. like A-I-G. A-I-G. Egg. This this abuses like the fact that in Baltimore accents, most uh long verbs are a short E. They're short to a short E like in bet. You yeah. know? So how would you say that phrase? Aaron earned an iron urn. Aaron earned an iron urn. Aaron earned an iron urn. Why do we say Whether and it's all, instead it's, of and? Well, I mean, like, it's all the same word. Aaron earned an iron urn. Aaron earned I can say it right. Urn. Aaron earned an iron urn, but I just say it. Aaron earned an iron urn. Oh. Naturally. It just, it's all the same word. Weird. Yeah. Have you ever taken, like, Aaron an online an accent urn. test to see what your, your accent's closest it's, to? It, it's always, it says that I'm from the uh, mid-Atlantic. Mine says- Most likely- Baltimore, Philadelphia. Mine says Southern California. Really? Yeah, for whatever reason. Your dad's a DC cop. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where your mom's from. But my mom's from New Jersey. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, my mom. She's from Jersey. Um, no, I've taken one of those like dialect tests. Like, if, like, do you call it pop or soda? But I've never taken oh, okay. one of the accent ones. Th- they have like a really advanced one for for North American accents. It's actually really, really good. Huh. I should try that out. I'm yeah, curious. no, I, I took it and it was just like Baltimore, Philadelphia. And I had my mom take it because she's from Scranton. And they're like, oh, you're either from uh, somewhere between Pittsburgh um, and Buffalo, which is it's, Scranton is between Pittsburgh yeah, and Buffalo. A, it is a very specific accent. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Can, like, and also like caught, like you caught a fish and caught like the bed you sleep on. She says those and I can't hear it. Like she can't what? hear pin versus pen. There's a, how, did, oh, how uh, does that work? That, okay. You got to keep in mind, I don't have the accent, but she's <laughs> like, uh, you, you. Sleep on a cot, you uh, but you caught a fish like a aw that northern aw, yeah, caught Caught. a fish, caught, caught, 
like, like the, more that, subtle. That glottal sound. Oh, oh yeah. They have that very Bernie Sanders yeah. kind of thing. Bernie Sanders, the millionaires okay. and billionaires, the top 1% of the top 5%, they must be taxed at 100%. <laughs> Here's the thing I don't understand, which is like, I, I don't even know if it's a regional thing or just like an old person thing, but Islam. 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 Not Islam. Islam. That sounds ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if I've heard that. I, I've, he I've heard people say, like, Iraq in Iran. Uh, Iraq in sort of... Well, Iraq. Yeah, you kind of put, like, too much emphasis Iraq. on the I. Yeah, yeah. you're on... Iraq. Iran. Iraq. <laughs> Iraq. <laughs> Iraq. Yeah. Afghanistan. Crazy shit. Well... I think that was a that was about an hour. It's a good episode. Yeah. Maybe yeah. take a break and do another one if you have time. Yeah, sure. Uh yeah. Okay. Signing off. Cool. It's it's been a good one, folks.